minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Hey everybody, this is Martins, the host of the show, and I'm listening to the Never Walk Alone podcast. The show made for all Liverpool fans to discuss the in depth analysis of every game, the results, fixtures, injuries, transfers, and so on. We like to know what fellow fans have to say about our games. Listen to this podcast and stay with us. Welcome back to another episode of the Nocturne Podcast. This is the first episode this month, and we'll be talking about the three fixtures we've had since the month started. We played against Manchester City against Chelsea and against Arsenal. So this week and on this episode we'll be talking about a lot of things ranging from the loss <laughs> to Man City, the draw to Chelsea and the draw to Arsenal. Stay with us. Welcome back to another episode of the Noah Colum Podcast and this is the first episode this month and we'll be talking um, about the Chelsea game, the Man City game, and the Arsenal game. And today I'm, I'm with Don Joe and Lamy. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Hey, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. They are my, my guys. They, they are regular voice on this, voices on this podcast. Thank you very much. So, Don Joe, we played Manchester City at Etihad. And, you know, we were beaten, as expected, 4-1. First of all, people have the delusion that we're playing well in that first half. We're just lucky. Because, yes, last year we had some, like, maybe three or three, maybe two or three counter-attacking moments. But really, I didn't really, like, disturb myself. And, like, Grealish was having so much joy down um, down around that trench side. Like, you just knew. Because... Henderson, Henderson, Elliot, Elliot started a match from correct. They didn't like the defensive awareness. They were so so poor. Elliot Grish was having so, and then I think that's where the equalizer came from. I mean, started from Maris. Van Dijk didn't put pressure on him. Maris gave the ball to Grish. Then from there, he, he squared to Alvarez. So like it was just, I don't know, I just. I when it comes to Liverpool, uh, this is where I feel like, I, like I've detached myself emotionally from them. Like what they do now, don't really um, does not really affect me. So like when they finish doing the nonsense they did and embarrass their grandfather's day, or like uh, who is expected. But the honest truth is that what we saw there in that match is what we have been seeing all season. It was what we saw against Madrid. What we have been seeing all season. Everything starts. I don't think that most people talk about Mitchell, but at the same time, I feel the whole system is broken because um, the attack, I don't think our attackers don't press. I won't say they don't press well, but maybe they don't press as smartly as they used to. As they used to. The attack, they're not pressing well, or they're not pressing in unison. Um, then the midfield, where the main issue is, smudge dead legs there. They come to his defense. The defenders are not informed. I think the only defender now that can hold his head up high is um, Konate. 
Yeah, and I think this guy, um, Robertson, is escaping a lot of criticism because most of our goals starts from his stupid... Yeah, sometimes Robertson just goes on this stupid press that is so unnecessary. Like, you, you know that you're seeing two players there in front of you and you want to press it. So it's not possible. You just need to play one-two and the going behind withdraws Van Dyke out. We now, like, shift everything. We're just so bad. So that's my that's what I was say about the Manchester game. We were talking about Robertson. That was like that Manchester City game was like the worst Robertson game I've seen in my life. Robertson couldn't cross, he couldn't pass, like five meter passes, he couldn't do it. And the first goal came from from his side. He pressed guy and lost his man and all that. So and and okay, okay, I'll be coming there, but then Simika played the next game and there was not any improvement. So it, was, it was never, an, it was not an upgrade on Robert. So Robert's performance and how do you think the defense influences and influence our game? Bro, see, to start with, that that was one of many worst games and Robert has had, and especially this season, bro, he has been so poor. And just like Joe said earlier, he goes on this very unnecessary press, man. When and the problem is once he goes. There's nobody to cover up that space. In in, in Van Dyke is always like trying to come around and cover the space. That in turn stretches the whole back line. Like it puts everybody out of place. Every single person, it puts them out of place. He has been so poor. And honestly, I was equally disappointed in Simicas because I was expecting him to come in in, in that Chelsea game and at least show something that okay, this is what we've been lacking. In Robertson for the past few games, he had the chance, chances, but I just I don't know what happened that day. And I think it's just the thing with Chelsea. Generally, when we play Chelsea, it's always a very boring, boring game. And to not think of a, a season that we have been very poor all around. And just like Joe said, I think it's no longer a, a thing of this misfit issue or attacking. It's just the system generally. Once the system is Forty, believe in no single player can get it right. It's always going to be a problem with every single player. And just like you said, Robertson, I don't know, probably is a fan favorite, and he has this passion, so he's always getting away with all these optimal performances. Like he's always, even when you check the media after a game, it's always strength. You never hear Trent and Van Dyke. You can never hear them talk about Robertson. I don't know. But he has been very disappointing in the past few games. Very, very. When you think of a player of his caliber and what he has been, he has been doing consistently for the past four to five years, you would expect that okay, he should have, he should be playing better than how he's playing now. And just like I said earlier, is I think it's a theme of the system generally. Like the system itself is broken. I want you to be very observant and check this. Look on uh, Jurgen Klopp's face anytime we are behind, man. It's this delusional look that ah, I don't even know what is next. So I just think it's not a player's problem for me. I don't think the thing we are we problem with what we are passing through now has to do with the player. I think it's a thing of the system. That's if you don't even know how to play a game. That's just what I think, honestly. Okay. Still, still, still talking about the uh, master game, right? Nunez didn't start that game, and 
it was something. There were there were some <laughs> feminine entered and City just totally totally outplayed us. Like they have, the the game the game ended in the fifth minutes. If I if I, if I can remember, like if I'm correct, the, the game ended before it started. Like <laughs> fifth minutes, the game was already gone. So do you think I I, I you're talking about um the system, how the forwards can press, how the forwards can they're not doing the basics and everything. And still talking about the match game, right? Do you think do you think those players, this current couple of players that we have, do you think they can go again? Or I mean with um, I don't I, I don't um, I'm not aligning the midfielders or anybody. Do you think this current couple of players can still play? Because bro, that's the point. Honestly, I don't see left. I see. I honestly, when you take these players that we have, the quality, especially in the attacking lineup, the quality is there. But the problem is, Crop wants this player to play the way the uh, man he wants, and uh, was it Nunes or Gapu to play the way Mane plays. He wants, sorry, he wants Nunes to play the way Mane plays. He wants. Gapo to play the way Femino plays is I don't know why it is very hard for club. These players they have their strength and weakness. Why are you trying to make them play the way a certain like a particular player played? Why don't you give them? See, I was saying that like club. I honestly I won't lie. I don't see club as a tactician. I don't see him once the pattern is there. Every single player has to follow that same pattern. No matter what your strength, your strength is. Are you with me? No matter what your strength is, yeah. you have to follow this prototype. Now, let's say for instance, Man City now. Before in uh, Manchester City signed Ireland, they were playing with a first line. There was no uh, main man in attack. But immediately they got Ireland. You could see that there was a point man in front, like. When Gadela was able to change the system and made it and made an Ellen Allen that points man in attack for club. I see, I can't even say it's even to this moment. I still feel like he does not know Nunes' best position, he does not know Gapo's best position in the team. That's how I feel, honestly. And as long as we continue to go this way. Believe me, I don't think we are going to get anything because now the problem is no longer the midfield. It started with the midfield. Now this whole system is now. But I don't. I can't even say everything is just in shambles. Like that's what is. Everything is just. If you watch that Manchester City game, especially the second half, man, it was so so terrible. Total total outplay. We're just we're just jogging after the ball like. City were passing all us around, man. I wanted to cry. Like, what am I watching? For Christ's sake, this is Liverpool. What am I watching? Why are we playing as if we are in Division 2 team? It was so embarrassing. Like, it was so, so embarrassing. And top to just see, just uh, when it comes to Liverpool this season. I understand you. I understand. (laughs) So, don't you, don't you. That week, uh, we saw Chelsea sack Graham Potter. And um, Klopp was asked in his press conference, what does he think about the sacking? And, and does he feel um, he's going to be sacked or something? And he was like, is there, um, is there because of his past achievements? And I'm only here because of the elephant in the room. 
which means that he's, he's there because of his past um, records, not because of what his team is currently playing. Did you... I'm sure you've been seeing tweets of Klopp out on Twitter. Are you also a fan of Klopp out or you still feel Klopp has to do it? It doesn't matter, but but it's good that he knows that he's just here because of his past record. See, the, the issue I have with Klopp is I don't mind... See, the emotional... The way he treats the players, okay, good, he can work for three, four years. We, you like you make them give you everything, and I understand him going for younger players. Maybe this current set of players that we're building up now, we are getting them at the age of 23, so maybe they can go for us till they can go for seven years before they decline. But the issue is, I, I don't know, Klopp is delusional. You know? He sometimes I look at him, I feel like you know, when how I visit, okay, look at um, during the international break. Um, Salah was playing, played as a 10 for Egypt. And I came to Twitter saying, shouts like, let Salah start as a 10 for Liverpool, we could cook with it. And I think that's how Klopp Lucas looks like, uh, looks at um, some of these players. Salah can play as a 10 for a whole season. It won't work out. And I think that's just how he sees like Nunez and Gakpo. I understand why he's putting Nunez on the wing. I understand maybe he's trying to get that mini Femino in that point and he's just trying to use this thing to do it. But at the same time, we were, I think as of, after that mind game, we had won four in a row or something like that and we had big position to go back into the top four. Now you're in that position, this is not the time for experimenting. It, it took us, it took us like massive effort for us to get there. Now it's the time you like, you just lock up, show up everything and make sure we Get back, like, yeah, you get like, make sure that let us be in top five, at least, so that at least you do that with your football. Signing players, signing players won't be too difficult, but then just like continue. Club is actually, I feel, is crazy. Like, he's, like, <laughs> like, Lamy said, he's not a tactician, he's just him and people in that. I wonder what they do at times. He said, he asked if I am club out or club in. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm club in between or club me do in between. I don't know. <laughs> but honestly, to be sincere, I don't see him as the one to do the re- whichever rebuilding that we are trying to do. I, for me, honestly, I would just say it as it is. He's been here for seven years. That's enough time. It's not a must that it's, it's never go, it's not going to be here forever. That's very sure. But I just want him to live when he will be at his highest, not at his lowest, as like he is now. So probably I'll give him one season. Let's see how this season goes. If we are able to get our transfer targets and we get the right players, then we'll see how next season goes. How the time if I'm plopping or crop out. So we are cropping between. Let me let me know what is it. I tell you. Okay, so um, that 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 same week, after the master game, we saw um Luis Diaz and Thiago. They were back in training, but they couldn't feature. In the they couldn't feature in the, in the Chelsea game, and against Chelsea, we drew zero zero like the the annual usual zero zero ball, and. We had these changes. Were you expecting that? Expecting that? Expecting those number of changes, like six changes, no Salah, 
no trends, no Van Dyke. To think, and one of the, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that much changes, honestly, from the team that played in Man City. The play, the team that played Man City was so poor. Like, the, that game was so poor. You would think, okay, the next game, he wants to reassure the fans that the team still has something in tank. Then he came with a whole, like, totally different lineup. He took off Salah very early in the, uh, he took off Salah in the second half of that Man City game. I was expecting him to start him against Chelsea. Thinking he probably wanted to give him the rest since that Man City game was already a gone game. We were thinking, okay, probably we'll start him against uh, Chelsea. There was no, uh, there was no Salah in the starting lineup. Then just too many changes to that in that team. Too many change. like players that have not played together in a very long time played against Chelsea. We were so lucky. The two goals in that game that were offside actually. They, they we score, so... they score, they score every every week. This every time we face, they always score side goals. So, because <laughs> <laughs> in that game we, we were so poor, it was very ev- evident where the uh, the team, the two teams are presently. But let's stay focused on Liverpool. It was very evident where the team, Liverpool team, is presently. Was we were so so poor in that Chelsea game. Left it to like I I can't even say which one which game was poorer the Man City game or the Chelsea game. The only reason why we took a point at the Stamford Bridge was because Chelsea also were a very poor team. If that was Man City again, bro, it would have been worse. It would have been so see that that Chelsea and naturally even in our best seasons, our game against Chelsea is always so boring. Like. They have yeah, very few goals. Yeah. We don't. It's not a very high-scoring game. It's almost as if we are always the two of us are trying to sit back and eat on the counter. That's why it has always been with Chelsea. So I, was, I wasn't surprised that it ended zero-zero goalless. That was I wasn't really surprised, but we were so bad and so poor in that game also. And Anderson, Allison, they had some issue against Chelsea, and it has been like talking, a talking points everywhere. Why should the teammates be fighting like that? And and why is Alison shouting on Alison? You get why is Enders shouting on Alison? So what we say about that? Anderson, Anderson should not be <laughs> <need them. laughs> <laughs> Right now, eh, the only reason why no battery education is because of Alison. So it, like you see, it gets to a point where the players get frustrated, like the ones, the good ones get frustrated. I mean, um, against Man City, after Salah scored that goal, I think there was this time Salah was going for a press. He was expecting Jota to come with him, you know, at the gap for one of them, to come with him and press. But we were just like sitting back and he was very, he was visibly um, frustrated. That is with Alison, like you saw the Chelsea, Chelsea football club that employ farmers and strikers were praising us that way. Of course, the guy was going to get very frustrated now. And Henderson was not like... And he, he had no right. And Alison was even the one keeping us in the game at that point. So I don't know why... I don't know what Alison said to him. I don't know what was said. But I can only assume. And my own assumption is that Henderson was fed up with maybe the way they were closing. Um, Alison was fed up with the way they were closing now or the way they were marking and decided to show his position. And Henderson was like, you know, and you know Henderson is one of the team. He makes a lot of mistakes on the pitch, and you'll still be trying to shout on that. So as allow, a captain, allow. he's the captain now. As, as, as a captain, 
first of all, as a captain, you need to lead by example. Even if you're you're not having a bad game, but there's a way he he talks to these players like him is playing a perfect game, and that is that is not nice. And from, 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 and and people were like, he he was the he was the best of the three because Fabio <laughs> was shit in that game, and Anderson was just there. Bro, all like, of them, all of them were very, poor. Poor, you know. There's this popular thing that in the in the in the in the city of the blind, a one-eyed man is a king. <laughs> That's how it was that day. Like all of them were so because of little flicks. And the only reason why that I think that man is still at Liverpool is because of this casa uh, tax. Because he, he was. He was brought up from the academy. I think that's the only reason why he's at Liverpool. Players that have not even that have done better than him that came from uh, from the academy that are not from Liverpool, they've gone and they've like they are no longer part of the team. You expect him to come and take his chances. Which where is I'm even sure Curtis Jones himself does not know his best position. That's 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 a rich, but I've seen people argue where Curtis Jones play. Is he on the left wing or but in the middle? That, he has been a part of the first team for almost three seasons now. Now, and we are still having the argument of where is his best position. That should tell you that something is wrong with the... the, the I don't know, maybe it's Klopp or the player himself. I have a, I have a position for Curtis Jones to play, Sha. Where, where, where is the position? He <laughs> should play as a left, left midfielder in Hong Kong FC. He should leave Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> that, that position is too. See, honestly, when we, when we, as long as we keep having this kind of players in this team, we should learn to let go. If it's not working, it's not going to work. There's going to, if we are going to, if we are, if we say we want to compete, definitely you can't all have a player. All our players can start at the same time. It's always going to be level players. We need play, quality players on the bench. When we talk about quality players on the bench, we are not talking about Curtis Jones. And the worst thing is people talk about him as if he is a teenager. He is 22 years old, and in this year he will be 23, or next year. I'm not sure. Is the young, but I know he's 20. Why they are tre- they are still treating him as if he is 19 or 18? He's getting that linger treatment. Everybody thinks linger is a young guy. Yes, <laughs> I don't. I, I, I don't know why. If at this stage we still can't say this is Curtis Jones' best position, then it's as good as just letting him go. Even it, see, but see, in that Jones. Chelsea game, I think it was just slightly better than the two. And, and I don't want to use any cost words, but when we talk about, I'm talking about Fabio and and Anderson. Those ones were so terrible. They were. I can't take him. That can't take that has been out for almost since August. He came back and played as if he has been playing all all seasons. Then we had uh, Fabio and Anderson. I think those players, they always play in slow motion. I don't know why. Fabio and Anderson. When a player that had been injured for long comes back and plays, looks more sharper, then you know something, something is wrong. That's why it looked as if uh, Curtis Jones was played better in that team on, uh, against Chelsea. It was all the players in that middle. All of them were poor. Very poor. I don't know. People were showing me some nonsense about um, the only this two or three plus um, passes. That is just to be. This is what he did when Kanti tackled Konati and Konati was limping and he still passed the ball back to him. That is like <laughs> a, a midfielder that is brain dead. 
see, I, mean, I know what I'm saying. If he, the better choice for him now is in the next three years, when I know that club won't be at this club anymore, he's going straight to the to Ligue 1, uh, Ligue 1 football in England. And I'm very sure. So, if you just see his career now, I don't, see, I don't know. I saw something in him, but you can see little improvements he's making. The best I will see we can do for him, maybe he should go on loan to a club like Crystal Palace or Aston Villa, where maybe he can be playing regularly. Let us see whether he will improve. Because you've been saying Jones cannot release the ball on time. For four years, four years, you know, four years is. <laughs> no, now, should do, should do better. Should do better. So, so you guys, you guys want Curtis Jones to go go alone or or leave the club? It's well, not good enough. I'm, it's I'm not very, the standard. I'm very sure Obo Obo will listen to this and he won't be pleased. <laughs> Obo Amiria, Amiria, they won't be, they won't be the pleased to hear this. The truth hurts. And there was joy in the camp. <laughs> there was joy in the camp of Liverpool fans. Um, skeptical talks about. Club trying to extend by one year. I'm very sure you guys, you guys want to see, want to see Mina again in that in that in that squad. For why is Mina still? For what actually? Why is Mina still here? I like I just at sometimes I just try to sit down and think of it. It doesn't make sense to me. Why is this still here? He's talking about leadership. We have almost three national team captains in that team. We have Robertson for Scotland. We have VVD for. In Netherlands, we have Salah for uh, Egypt. We have those players. I, then what uh, is oh blood of Jesus? I honestly, Nina in that team, the news of Nina leaving should not even be something like Liverpool feel ah like is a victory or is a win situation. She just be a normal player leaving the club because very honestly, I just believe he's living on appearance tax because I don't think there has ever been a game. Where it was Minada, even when he first came, I have never, I can't remember any game where it was Minada came on and changed the game or the, like, improved us in any way. It's always talking, it's always about leadership. Leadership, leadership that has won us one uh, single Premier League title in six years, in seven years. I don't know, maybe he has a uh, Jogging Club new pictures or something, or probably he has, uh, has promised. Probably, I, I can't even talk about whatever it is that relationship he has with Jogging Club. Cause, but I know to some extent, the fact that the scene is about him staying also is due to, the, is due to Jogging Club wanting him to stay for the reasons that we don't know. I want Mina out, honestly. I'm just tired of keeping scraps, like seeing scraps on the bench. No disrespect to him, actually. But it's just, I like when players know the time to go. See Bobby Firmino, for example. He knew he was not getting the game, game time. The fitness was not long, longer there. The intensity was no longer there. Then he knew, okay, time to go. Just leave. I, I don't want to make this about country or something. I don't know the problem with these British guys. They just leave us alone, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> they are in England now, so what do you expect? <laughs> So let, let's talk about the last game week of um, the past weeks, and that that's the last Arsenal game where we went two goals down in twenty something minutes. Like they rushed us two goals down, like goals from um, Martinelli and um, Gabriel Jesus. Normally we are we are Jesus customers. He's always scoring against Liverpool. 
So that was no news. <laughs> but then we came back. No, we didn't come back. We we called we called um Arsenal. And from there it was a very, very, very intense game to the end, to the very end. We could have won, but then should uh could want to win your games. So you're still, still talking about the um Arsenal game. Don't um Joe, what what the fuck but what happened? How it goes down to Arsenal. We are we know Arsenal is a very good side right now. They they are they are, they are down top of the league. But then those goals were just abysmal, abysmal performance before um our own goals. Our performance before those goals were very, very, very bad. Your opinion on the Arsenal game? So what I'll say is this boy down to the what I was saying about the the old system being broken, like being such a high line at the beginning of that match. Although the highlight literally helped us towards the end, but still very stupid to do Robertson and Van Dyke. Like, see, it's the best business that we have done since I was thinking maybe Alison is Konati. I'm just like, in my, what if it wasn't there? Is it DVD and Julius Twin Robertson on that left hand side? Like, what were those brothers going to do? Because, well, the comeback, good. But it really affects me again. Like I said, Jota, I don't see much about him, but he might he might just fund our rebuild. Then um Salah, oh my god. See yeah, Salah Salah is showing some fraudulent signs, but I'll I'll leave <laughs> it's time it's time it's time for a discourse. It's time for a discourse. I want to see, I want to understand the something Salah is trying to do with this. He's trying that he's you know there are some English players they they have mastered the act of looking busy on the pitch, but they are not doing anything. They are not looking busy. You think they are doing something. Well, Salah, Salah is now my imagine that once you just get that goal, you now disappear. You don't see me again. But it's fine. At least two two pickies in a row. Ha, a big goal. Let's give a big Rose at least to be playing picky since he can't defend the game. Then you want Salah mm-hmm. to be stripped off of the penalty for now. For now, wow. no. right. let him just know when he sees that that person is coming, maybe it's sense to come back because yeah, Salah has not played PKs in a long while, so he might contribute to that because I think it was almost almost a year or over a year before we got the PK. And I think our last PK we got before that moment, it was never Salah that played, it was Fabio. Against Watford, so um, Henderson, good performance ish. Um, who else? Konati was just the standout player. Solid, solid performance. Right. I don't know. That's just it. Like me, I just want to. The only reason I'll, I'll Watch Liz. Let me see whether Liz Diaz. Let me see how he's moving after injury. I know I'm not expecting him to like that for midday or something, but I just want to like just want to like just just uh, see him because it's been a while. So that's just what I'll say about the Arsenal game. So, so Lamy, what do you think Klopp did different in the second half? Because I'm going to point mm-hmm. out that he brought in he brought in people very like, very early. He did early subs. Thiago, Bonfemino, Nunes, like. Early subs. What do you think it did different? 
honestly, uh, for that second half, you see that Arsenal game, it was a game of two halves, right? The first one, the first half was split by Arsenal, while the second one half was split by Liverpool. In the first half, Arsenal had their chances. They took all their chances. Like, they, if, if not for, I think, almost, I don't know how many shots they had on target, but they were so clinical in that first half for me. They took their chances. In, a, in the second half, it was our game. We had almost double of what Arsenal had in the first half. We were not able to take all the chances. I think that was why we, we were only able to get a draw. It was a game of like two halves. We went from being poor to being too good. Like That's just how Liverpool have been this season. This game we are poor. Next game we are just good. That's what happened against Arsenal. In the second half, I think it was the case of Anfield, honestly, left to me. And it was a case of the, we are playing at home. You know, even before the game, Young Club was saying that, okay, Arsenal, they are in a very good form. But again, we have to remember they are coming to Anfield. I think the atmosphere was the fans in the stadium, they were like, they were so brilliant. They were cheering up the team. They were, they, they were just driving the team forward. And it was just us mounting pressure. I'm not saying club didn't do anything. Of of course, the substitution making in Thiago was very very important to the to the how we played in that second half. To the prayer, we were able to like sustain, like just attack, 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 hold the ball very quiet, well, pass around the Arsenal defense, and you can see how we got the goal. Also, a beautiful nutmeg, you know, by the <laughs> Trent. <laughs> on, probably on Arsenal's, uh, I don't know what I will call him because the way they've been talking about Zicheko, like we've not played Arsenal without Jink, is the, uh, with Zinchenko to that day we are going to play them. And I also had when I saw a a picture of him on the bench crying, he was crying. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, mm-hmm. I, I, I was that second half. I think it was Anfield. It was a case of okay, you are coming. This Anfield. We are going to show you how we play it over here. And the substitution, I think that's probably one of the few times Klopp has gotten his substitution on point. Like, at the right time and the right players, it was so on point. And we were able to just continue, even though we had our chances to kill off the game. And just, if Salah had scored that penalty, I'm so sure we would have gone on something like a rampage. Like, we would have completely destroyed Asna. Because it, I think it was around that 68 or 78 minutes that we got the penalty. Around the 58th minute, like 55 minutes That would have been 2-2. And even before that game, we were all over Arsenal. I was expecting, if we had scored, believe me, it would have been a lot of pressure on Arsenal because they were so poor. In that second half, the way we came out, the energy, they were so poor. So it was just there to see. But um, um, everyone, because of the expectations we had before the game, I'm sure everyone would would definitely be satisfied with it. Draw. Exactly. Even though, <laughs> even though, even though we should have probably won the game, that's just it. So let's just um, like round this episode up. Jude Bellingham, during this week, yeah, we heard that the deal has been cut off and Liverpool might not be signing, or should I say, will not be signing Jude Bellingham. And to think we have been waiting for like a whole season to sign this particular guy. So, who, who, do you, who, do, who are you thinking Liverpool can go for next and that will improve us actually? That will actually improve us. Joe Bellingham, they won't be coming again. And there are, there are a list of players to, to, to name them Mount, Caraga, McAllister, 
and so on. So who do you think improve Liverpool if Jude, if Jude won't be coming? The only thing, person I can I can think of now when it comes at least that that experience. Honestly, I, I can't see past a McAllister. Honestly, that's the only person. I think he's the only one that has the technical ability and the press. At least that's something very close to what um, this Bellingham has. As McAllister has the legs, he can press. At the same time, he has that technical ability. So I think that's realistically, I think we can get him definitely this season. I they sorry in the summer. I think we can get him. I'm very sure the budget. We are definitely signing more than one midfielder. But I expect him to be one of those, one of the major signings this season. Not that <laughs> one at Chelsea. Not those ones at, at Chelsea. Because I just don't understand. I, I, also, for I me, also get a thought process. I will be going for Kalaga. Who, 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 even, who even initiated that, that talk? Uh, Manuel Gatti. From Sporting, all those Kalister, um, okay, and all those get Dominic Subusley. Then if they change, that 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 guy plays for Leipzig, right? Yes, change. We should get um, what is his name? Uh, Miss Mount. Change, change, change. Never. 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 <laughs> See, I said, but like the first three I called should be a priority if I don't get injured. Well, when when you talk about change, like how much is the change? Like what's the price? Price tag for 40 the change? Million, 40 million max. Chelsea won't release mount for 40 million. But see, then we should then get a defender. And I want to get Vadio from. Leipzig too. So you double buy from but the thing is he's costly. I don't know how much he wants, but the thing with Leipzig is I mean someone was I was scratching someone on Twitter and he was telling me like actually that Leipzig actually is with their prizes. If 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 you just if the player tells them this is where I want to go, it, like you don't create a bidding war for them, then obviously the price is reasonable so we can get him between sixty million. But we need a defender. I don't well, we'll go and so that he and Konati can start building the next partnership. But just just like I was saying, I think Gabi also is a very I just I I'm very sure we are not we are signing more than just midfielders this season. Definitely. I think Klopp mentioned that he wants a player that can also compete with and Fabio as a yeah. central defensive a, a defensive midfielder. That is definitely going to be a priority also. Then I don't know how it is going to be with you know you are definitely definitely getting a second goalkeeper also because this oh, uh, this Irish guy is living uh, I forgot Kela. his name Kela. Uh, uh, he's also he's living also so I expect us to sign a second goalkeeper at least to debut uh, uh, Alison Alison definitely definitely that means that means as as it stands, you are going to spend a lot of money, like a whole lot of money. We know the owners; they just they are not the one that will just drop everything at once. They just can't. And ah, this one that we are likely we are likely not going to make Europe. It's only going to make things worse. So let let's see what. I mean, I want to see what happens this summer. I don't want to judge anybody again. Let me see what you. They will not talk again.
because talking now, they have not made any, the only significant thing they have done is step out from the Judean embrace. So let me not see the next thing they will do. Don't, don't, let me just say that they have since no sporting director still, not the club. And I'm not sure we still have a club doctor. Okay. <laughs> many, many many battles we are facing this season, but everything will be soon. Soon. We'll talk soon. No worry. <laughs> so to round this up, we play this on Monday. Monday night football. What other guys are expecting? I'm not even going to ask for lineup or online prediction because we've been doing this since season started and it has been hell of a ride. <laughs> What are you guys expecting from the least game? Honestly, we are going to yeah, think, least game. Yeah. Not, not, not to forget the sport our unbeaten record. I'm sorry, Bandai's unbeaten record at Anfield. That's that's my business. Three zero leads full time. Yeah, spanking. That's what's going to happen. Who is beating Liverpool? Who is beating who? Leeds will beat us, of course. Do you want to beat Leeds? We're away from home. If we're at, we're away from home. They are paying from they are just very easy or even one zero leads because of their new coach. So one zero, I don't expect them. I'll, to I'll go anything. with, I'll go with leads zero Liverpool three. Wow, ah. you know, wow. you're going with a way. Must be nice. <laughs> you know that you do. <laughs> must be nice. When last did Liverpool win away? Hopefully, we we just savage this season and just get. Takes, uh, I we are winning to... by three goes to nil against three goes to nil. Yeah, so let's end this year tonight. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening and staying to the very end. Please don't forget to share, subscribe, and listen. And don't forget to rate our podcast on every podcast listening app you use. You never work alone. Thank you.